Dirty Kong Podcast. Here we are, another exciting edition of the Dirty Kong Podcast. Hello. I'm bored already. I want to go home. I know you I are home. every week. I am home. Uh, I'm home. It's a paradox. It's a mum's paradox. It's been in my mum's paradox. Hello there, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of Dirty Kong Podcast. The Dirty Kong Podcast. Say something, Jay. Hello. You know why? Because he's not here. The J train is absent this week. Uh, Unfortunately, I'm, you know, I'm I'm gutted, personally. I'm I'm rutted. I'm rutted. He's got some... It's like gutted, but rotten. (laughs) He's got some family issues he has to take care of, so uh, he's absent for this week. And no, I'm the going actual on truth is, this room is just no longer good enough. I just said I'm going on holiday. Oh, John's going on holiday. I am. I'm yes. going on holiday tomorrow, so we're just doing a quick... You're going Fogner Regis. I'm going to... Uh, make Smeg fridges. I'm going to Ibiza. Whoa, to he's going to Ibiza. I'm not really. Um, yeah, I'm going on holiday, and I'm looking forward to it immensely, because it means I get to get away from uh, Dave. Yeah, we're for, looking forward to not seeing him for a week. But I'm, I'm sure the uh, listeners out there are going to be devastated at the fact that next week we are going to miss the, the show. Next week, guys out there, can you hear him crying, Dave? I hear the weeping on the wind. There's a small child crying. There's no hope left in the world. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He asks him for help and Jesus is crying because there's no podcast for him to listen to. How's your uh, Gary Glitterhair doing over there, Dave? Mate, Gary Glitterhair's um, kind of back today, thank you very much. Beautiful. I've got the I've got a curly cue today. It's is a it, wonderful thing. It doing man. it for you? It's nice, yeah. Yeah. Right to the eyebrow. You should see what I did to my pubes. My Cliff pubics Richard. are all quaffered. Cliff Richard would be proud. Fuck off. Fucking Harry Webb. We're all going on. John a is going on a summer holiday. Lucky bastard. It's it's not even summer in this country anymore. We had like two days of summer yeah, and then it just cancelled, really didn't it? Bad, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> God cancelled that. Is, yeah. It's off. <laughs> it's off. <laughs> it's it's so miserable outside at the minute. It's it's warm, it's stagnant, but it's it's cloudy and, and wet. It's like looking at John's face. It's like looking it's at my vagina. It's fucking miserable, man. Thanks, man. Yeah. You absolute bastard. You cunt. And um, how long was that? How long We're was what? Three minutes in and I've dropped the C-bomb. Hey. hey. Well, we're mass pro- proponents of the C-bomb. In fact, uh, I want to talk to Mark of Britpod. Yes. Uh, we, I've I've given him a challenge over Facebook because that's what us kids do. We we Facebook. Um, we're going to outcunt him on an episode. So if he wants to, if he's going to listen to this and uh, his next episode, he's got to fit as many cunt words in as possible and keep count. And we're going to do the same. And we're going to outcunt that cunt. Yeah. How like are we doing so cunt, far, Dave? Have really? you been counting? No, I haven't. <laughs> yeah. There's too many cunts to count. <laughs> oh. So that's Britpod. That's another British podcast out there for anybody that wants to listen to a, a British podcast other than the uh, Dirty yeah. Kong podcast. I don't believe that's true or could happen. Dave? No, thoughts? it most definitely couldn't happen. I don't think anyone listens to any other podcast whatsoever. You yeah. get all, all your needs from us. Carbohydrates, protein, <clears throat> all that stuff. I'm going to eat a Dorito. I'm, I'm going to do a bit of a segue here. Uh, I've got my uh, iPhone in my hand and I'm now going to take the uh, flight mode and put it on. <laughs> uh, and that is to Mark, of course, the uh, 
is it the 10th anniversary of the 9-11 attacks? Dave, we're coming yep. up to that, aren't we? In fact, is it today or is it, it is tomorrow? Today. I would just like to say on this day today, 10 years ago, as all of you obviously know, a tragic incident befell all mankind. Indeed. And um, I think we should just something have... came toppling down. And it was a splurge after getting hit in the head with a golf ball. <laughs> yes, he did, didn't he? God's honest truth, 10 years ago to this day, on the exact day of 9-11, Splurge got hit in the ear with a golf ball, his ear turned black, and he couldn't walk for a week. He couldn't walk for a week? Was he, his soul... I remember, he was all dizzy and stuff, man, because your balance sense centre is in your ear. Yeah. So, like, his ear was just fucked up. It was like, you cannot remember seeing it. It was like a big black lump on the side of his would, head. Would you say that we were talking about something marginally a bit more important than, than Splurge getting hit in the ear? Is yeah. anything more important than Splurge? No, bless him. Bless, the bless, bless, his, bless his retarded heart. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, 10 years to the day that, you know, a lot of people took a big yeah. skydive off a, of a skyscraper. Um, and didn't it didn't go well. Some Arabs that hadn't taken the flying test <laughs> thought it'd be a good idea to fly a plane. I was about to say the DVA, DVLA, DVLA would get on their ass, but it's not DVLA, I, I assume. Oh. The Air Police. The Air VLA. Yeah, the Air VLA I've got on their ass. Um, but yeah, you know, th- th- was it three 3,000 people died? Nearly 3,000 people dead, yeah. But my, my, my contention with that is, is that there's, there are a lot of Americans in the world. <laughs> and 3,000 isn't a big number. Drop in the ocean. Not really. There'll be more next well, year. Some of them were British. Oh, were I they? always love that. Whoa, 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 whoa. Some of them were British. Some of them, yeah. We've I got to start taking this a bit more 60. seriously. 60 British up to people. About 60, I think. Okay, yeah. well, this was the this is the 10th year anniversary of, of the 9 11 attacks where um, 60 <laughs> British heroes died in those fateful attacks on the Twin Towers and the other thing. What was Good men! Good men! And women. And, and women. women. <laughs> God bless them, and, and our thoughts are with those 60. Uh, moving on. I don't know what to. Just, yeah, Dave, quickly, know. quickly, move on to something. Um, what you been doing, mate? What have you been up what to, What have I kid? been doing? Sweet FA again. You always say this. Yeah, well, I'm not an exciting man. You're very repetitive, aren't you, in, in what you do in your week? I go out. You go, to, go gigs, to gigs. You, you go to work. I go to work. You bang your old sleep. lady. I have sex with a cougar. Is that where does cougar come from? The word I know what a cougar is, mm. but how does it relate? Maybe, maybe like old cougars rape young cougars. Yeah, she, she's like raping that. you, Dave. That's what's happening. Yes, it's rape. I say you're not taking a even when I tie her hands up. Exactly, <laughs> you're raping me. Stop raping me. Um, I did. Know, I did go to the works. That was exciting for me. That is a shop, cheap bookshop. Cheap Fucking awesome. I got um, loads of Edgar Allan Poe stuff. Oh. And the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner by somebody who escapes me now. And it should have come up to about 20 quid in that shop. Normally it should have been about 50 quid. And it cost me £7. Beautiful. So that was beautiful. But what pissed me off was um, there was a book about the 27 Club. All the pop stars that die at 27 and stuff. And like there's Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix on the front. And also, that fucking troglodyte horse-faced bitch. Um, Susan Boyle? Is that uh, your mum? No, 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 no. Let's, I know we're doing a show now, but let's not be silly. Okay. I'd love uh, to come all over your mum's tits, though. <laughs> um, uh, I assume... Fair enough. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes, I am on about the fucking jazz wonder. I, I, I'm, I'm a fan. 
I'm a fan. So can we can we just please watch what you're we You're not say? a fan. You'd have just. You'd I have genuinely just... enjoyed some of her songs. I think three of them. I can't name them. I can't even name the album. I have trouble remembering her name, but I must sort of. I you wouldn't. Sort of... You wouldn't need a name, would you? You just bang her from behind. Yeah, yeah exactly. And then well, zip I... up and leave. I've always maintained, Dave, that women don't need names. They need numbers. You just number them. Um, no, I just give them symbols. <laughs> oh, you. <laughs> you. And you too. Um, Amy Winehouse then died at 27. Amy Winehouse died at 27 and she, they've rushed her into a book mm. with all these actual good musicians yeah. rather than just a scagged up loudmouth co. I'm ripping into your wine house. I can't believe you're ripping into my wine house. Bastard. Oh. Well, that's incredible, Dave. Yes, what a week. What a week <laughs> I've had. <laughs> I did see someone mm-hmm. I thought who was Jay getting into a silver Mondeo in his, his shorts and a stripy T-shirt. And it was exactly the same proportion as Jay. And he got in and I went, hey, up, Jay. Uh, it wasn't. It wasn't him. It wasn't him, no. Wow, that it must have been embarrassing some... for you. Yeah, I was I was so embarrassed, especially <laughs> as I raped him before I said hello. Aww. Pinch, I pinched his ass. I almost did that in Sainsbury's. So hold on, you raped this man and then didn't realise it was Jay. I assume you went up to him because you thought it was Jay and then raped him. Yeah. But then you didn't realise until afterwards. No. <laughs> wow. Wow. What kind of chivalrous gentleman are you? I'm like a you? shark. You know, the last three seconds of attack, the shark covers its eyes with its, its scales <laughs> so it can't see for the last two seconds. Right. Well... I couldn't see for the whole two seconds. Do you think we discuss rape too much on this show, Dave? That's I mean, fair. male rape. We don't. It's, it's not a discussion. We don't discuss <laughs> it. We just tell you what happened. <laughs> to discuss, we'd have to... That's a good point. Yeah, I've never yeah, thought of it that way. Each other. We just literally go, oh, I raped so-and-so. Well, sometimes the flags come up and I think, we've talked about this too much. We've <laughs> talked about each other's genitalia too much. But, you know, that's just, just what we do, isn't it? It is, It's yeah. what we are. Um... I, I saw an interesting thing on the way to your house. For all the ladies and gentlemen out there who don't know, Dave lives in the ghetto. Yeah. it's You've got to watch your back. And even G when country, you drive, man. Yeah, gangster land. Um, yeah, which is where all the scum are. That's where Dave lives. And um, I was driving down one of the many, many streets, like a rat in a fucking maze, and um, I noticed on the corner of this street there was a buggy with a baby in it. Now, you might think, fair enough. But there was nobody else around at all. <laughs> I mean, no one. The only thing that I could say was that the uh, incredible parents that left that child there on its own, and I say child, I mean very young baby, um, left it with the, um, as I say, because it's looked like it's about to rain today, they left it with the, you know, the rain protector cover that buggies have over the top of it. So that was oh, nice. That was nice of them. Yeah, they, I mean, you know. I think, Unless I think the it weather changes, it gets really hot and it just magnifies the rays of the sun and cooks the baby. Like a dog in a car. You can be pushed for Sunday dinner in my area. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> what's, what's for dinner today? Oh, have we got any turkey? No, let's have Kyle. I mean, it's... <laughs> no, but you see, the babies in our place are so ghetto, it's killed his parents. I, I was about to say that. I did <laughs> think... Brambi. I'm sure it was smoking a cigar when I was driving past it. Yeah, but like Roger Rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> the, um... Uh, yeah, and as shocking as that would seem to most normal people that don't live in the ganglands of, of Derbyshire, um, I, w- I wasn't really perturbed by it. I thought, yeah, that's about right. <laughs> well, there you go. You didn't even stop to check on it, did you? <laughs> Not at all. I didn't even put my brakes on. Didn't even look twice. 
Anyway. Uh, guess what I downloaded, Dave, on my iPhone? Porn. Yeah, that's a given. More porn. More porn, no. No. Not like no. your phone. I downloaded... I the Doritos a... app. No, no, but it was an app. I have an iPhone, everybody out there. I'm one of those privileged human beings that happen to own a marvellous iPhone. He's only had one a couple of weeks. He won't shut the fuck up about it. Where the fuck have I put it? You put it up your cunt. Literally, where is it? Um, I downloaded a police scanner app. Over there, he's got to go walk his. There we go. Yeah, I downloaded a police scanner app. And um, I thought that that was illegal, Dave. To scan police? To scan for police. Do they have a barcode? Or do they have one of those, what's that Q code thing, what it is, the little box with the boxes on? You go to a cop and scan them and they'll find out. No, Dave. Who they are. No, it, it's a this app. A police radio that, scanner. A police radio scanner ah. that scans ra- police radios. And it you can locate any police radio scanner in the world, or at least in America, Australia and Britain, and listen wow. in. And then it also has a chat room feature, so you can talk to other people who are also listening in. A bit weird, that. I don't know if yeah, it's going to play. As you say, I think a bit illegal. I always assume so. But it didn't seem to... It was on, like, the iTunes app store, so for free. So there you go. Um, Gangs of chavs, if you're planning anything, you want to commit a crime, you want to have your best chances of getting away from it, tune into your local radio station, police radio station, and um, warn each other. Watch each other's backs. Making crime easier for you out there. Oh, fuck them, man. If they, I hope they get shot. That should have been a dangerous thing. We should have tried to get him to commit a crime and see if we can direct him out of trouble away from the police. By listening to the radio. Indeed. So yeah, um let's let's move on a little bit. I think I'm I'm going on holiday, Dave. You so are I'll be away for seven days and I won't be back till I don't know, Tuesday next week. <clears throat> and you bet you're going somewhere where they don't sell sticks or rock. Um I'm going to the Canary Islands. You can have a canary. You can have a canary. Yay. And an island. And an island. I'll to give you an island. On. A small island to put a canary on. So I, I, I'm sort of having a themed uh discussion here about holidays from hell i think and i've got one here about a policeman um one of lancaster's former detectives was staying in a resort uh when a british woman was decapitated it was emerged a former detective superintendent mick gradwell arrived in tenerife tenerife for a holiday with his wife on the day that jennifer mills wesley was stabbed and beheaded at a supermarket in los cristanos Cristanos. oh i heard about that woman did you hear about that I think I heard about that woman. Some random <clears> guy <throat> just... It's an older woman, isn't it? About 60-odd. Um, well, I'll read on. Uh, Mr. Gradwell, who recently retired after 30 years of service, checked um, into his apartment last Friday on May 13th. It's a bit of an older story. Mm. Uh, but just for five minutes down the road, the grandmother of five was slaughtered yep. and her head carried across the quiet shopping street by her attacker. Yep. So and this guy... It's like in a, a big shop thing. I think it was like some kind of supermarket thing. Yeah, just some random... Freak. It's macheted her head off. <laughs> he her head off and carried it down the street. Yep. I love it. Um, talking with locals, they said that there is no free mental health care for immigrants and they wondered if that was a factor. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, over the week, it looked like there was a increase in police patrols, but the actual uh, scene was released very quickly. The shop reopened and things were back to normal very quickly and it says within a week. After that no, happened. That's not that quickly. I know for a fact that if somebody got beheaded in McDonald's over here, the shop would be open within six hours. 
As soon as the police had cleared everything up, they just cordoned off the little bit and still served. They keep drive-thru open, that's for fucking sure. <laughs> well, definitely. I mean, it says here that the uh, the authorities were quick to act um, to avoid any disruption to the tourist trade, which is nice. I mean, I hope that... And this story has nothing more on that woman. Meh. Why did it happen? Don't know. <laughs> no idea. Um, some woman just got decapitated. For fun. I guess. But that's something to do in, in Tenerife. You know. Yeah. Well, bars close early. And <laughs> They do indeed. Was it a Sunday? I don't know if it was a Sunday, actually. I almost got decapitated on holiday. Sweet. Oh, have you already, I think you might have already said something about this on a previous show. Have I done it on the show before? I've I don't think you've gone into it. Yeah, you've not gone into any depth about it, though. Well, there's not much depth up. And, Let's do it. Um, I went back to my homeland, because I, I originate from the West Indies a few generations back. And I went back with my granddad to to see my land, which the country stole off me now. So I can't grow no cannabis over there. Bastards. Like bastards. Uh, yeah. Can't um, you duel like in some, like some sort of Star Trek? You know, can you not do that? I'd, I'd rather do it Star Wars style. Go up to the government. You stole my land. No, I am your land. No, you fucking hate. You stole my land. Don't be pulling that bullshit on me. So the government claimed this land as theirs then? Yeah, it's theirs now. To be fair, it took them about 20 years to do it because my grandma's not been living over there for ages and ages. But it's his land and it was going to be coming to me. Um, over <coughs> here, if you leave your house for six months empty, the government can just say, oh, I'm having that. I suppose. Yeah, so to be fair. But not to be fair. Fuck them. I had a bit of white man bring loads of money back into that country. No, are you technically a white man though, Dave? Aren't you? What are you? One, one, four, four, something? Yeah, Kalinago, something like that. I am descended from royalty. Indeed, you are. Yes, my great, 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 great granddad was Karim chief. So what? On high how? So Karim with the yeah. Anyway, thing. so basically, I was there. Just it's a really small island. It's it's quite poor. It's pretty third world to be honest. But it's not. It's a lovely place because. But you could uh, you could take a tenner over there of British money yeah. and own them. Every one of them. <laughs> When I went over there, there was like seven white people living on the island. Mm. I think it's only about 33 square miles, something like that. It's not massive <clears> at all. You can drive from one end to the other in about three hours, but the roads are really windy. So instead of being like, they're not straight. So if you drove, drove it straight, you could probably drive it in an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but you could yeah, run so it I in an hour. across the bridge into the main, what is the capital, which is like the size of Allenton. Is it and like a about, post office? About the same and... state. Yeah, there's there's quite a swanky bank and a KFC. Oh, but there's no there's no Pizza Hut or a McDonald's, nothing like that. There's just the one KFC. See what I'm what I was picturing up until you said KFC was just literally a sort of sandy, grassy island uh, that you can literally see the the ocean from every perspective. From everywhere you go. <clears throat> if you go up to like one of the the highest mountains in the forest, you can see ocean all sides. Nice. All sides and. Um, one of there's two there's an airport and an airfield and the airfield is literally right next to the sea and it's a road in the middle of some grass with a tower with no one in it which was fun anyway but back Indeed. to the decapitation I, I walked across the bridge into this capital and yeah. there's this big scary looking rastalite man no top on just shorts he was fairly skinny but it would whoop my ass afro? Uh, no dreads oh dreads with a big machete, I'm talking two, maybe three foot, a blade. Wow. Bigger than he was. Yeah. <clears throat> and um, 
he swung it at me and said something to me in Patois, which I didn't understand fully, but I know it meant I'm going to cut off your head, you honky scum. What did it sound like? Bute patate! Know that? No, Patois is a mix of French and English. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. So, oh, get off oh, on my I'm, I'm going to good you, you silly English pig dog. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, but I suppose not really close to being decapitated, but as close as I would ever like to be. So I'm picturing a sort of, I don't know, like a sort of Western style <laughs> showdown between the two of you. I mean, with, with the whole townspeople sort of surrounding you and watching on, you know, looking on as this, this went down. Yeah. Or... Well, it actually happened. Yeah, it was just like that. I was, I wasn't even facing him at first. And then I heard the church bell, ding, and then silence before the street. And I turned around and he just hoisted out this big blade and I hoisted out a shit out of my arse. <laughs> <laughs> and then I gave it the big one. I was like, yeah, I can have you. And I ran away. Did you honestly run away? I, I, we need to say what's true now. Okay, the actual truth is I walked away rather quickly. Didn't run. Did he not chase? No, I don't, he was probably too stoned. Wow, that's slightly less impressive. Oh, I'm sorry. The big stone rat. You're not even big. You said he was skinny. He was tall. He was tall. And he had a big <laughs> machete. Okay, yeah. The kind of stuff that cuts through coconuts. Right. Yes, and he was not very happy to see a white man. I think it was pretty much of the vein, like, come any closer and I will kill you. So wow. I decided not to get any closer. Couldn't you have gone out and bought a bigger machete? We're going to need a bigger machete. <laughs> yeah, but who am I going to buy it from? Well, I know. Say, salesman. I'm going to demonstrate this machete for you. Bang. Nice demonstration. Could I have my arm back, please? Yes, but we haven't got the medical facilities here to sew it back on. Um, I want to talk about another story that I read in the Sun newspaper, that our, you know, the DKP favourite publication. Yeah. Um, and this story, I, I, I'm going to read it all, and then I'm going to, I want you to sort of point out to me what the story has missed. Okay. Why it annoys me and why you think that, you know. Um, this is called Honor Kill, Parents Charged with Murder. Okay. Uh, the parents of a suspected honor killing uh, victim appeared in court yesterday charged with teenage with the teenager's murder. And I'm going to be crap at this, these names. Ifikar Ahmed and his wife... Ithaca. Ithaca, I don't know. Have you read this story? No. Oh. And his wife, Faraza, whose daughter... <laughs> this is terrible. Safliya, uh, if I can get this to fucking work, uh, Safliya's remains were found at the uh, banks of the River Kent in uh, Cumbria it, on February 2004. Uh, they spoke only of their names and their addresses. This is in the court. Mr. Ahmed, 51, uh, who was wearing an open-necked white shirt, gave family members a thumbs up as he um, was taken down. His wife, 48 who was wearing a lovely headscarf. <laughs> it doesn't say lovely, I oh. And spoke through an interpreter. Big surprise. Uh, appeared to be on, on the verge of tears and nodded to her family during the short hearing. Uh, the couple always denied murdering Schaffliger uh, after the teenager disappeared on September 11th, uh, 2003. There's a link there. Yes. In Warrington in Cheshire. Uh, the 17-year-old who, who had wanted to become a lawyer and probably been strangled or suffocated, a pathologist said. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The pair were arrested on suspicion of kidnapping their daughter in December of 2013. 2013? 2003, sorry. 
Mr. and Mrs. Ahmed were released without charge in June 2004 after the Crown Prosecution Service ruled that there was insufficient evidence against them. The couple of Liverpool Road, Warrington, were remanded to appear uh, before Holton Magistrates in Rootkin. Uh The case was adjourned and the jury's still out. They should come back and make a decision. <clears throat> <laughs> but what haven't they discussed in that, Dave? No? No. Well, just the fact that an honour killing means it's it's sort of a a race uh, yeah, uh, a religiously oh, yeah, charged so, yeah. murder. And that, that religion is probably I'm guessing um the uh, Muslim I mean, religion. It's gonna be Muslim, isn't it? Yeah. They 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 won't mention that at all. It's blatantly what this whole they just call it they just talk about how it's just honor an, an honor kill. Yeah. But an honor kill spouts from their religion and yeah, their religious beliefs. They, but they yeah. won't put that. Because obviously what they would call moderate Muslims, or, yeah. or you know, would would spark up a big riot. You know, why why would they point out that it was a Muslim attack? Well, because it was. Yeah. Because that because your that religion, the Muslim religion, caused this to happen. The death of a seventeen year old student who was, you know, doing well with herself. But the thumbs up, man. That's just sick. Thumbs up. <laughs> you like that bit? It's it was, great. It is part of the mentality of some of those cultures, isn't it? They're like. They're extremely dogmatic and chauvinistic, and it's it's probable that he, he probably just didn't want his daughter to become of higher status than him. Well, Christ knows, yeah, some bullshit fucking reason. But it just annoys me how the, the modern media can't or can't won't say it. Just Here make on. that point. Here we yeah. go for you. Then this is on flip side of the coin. The New Scientist, oh, published um, a bit of a story about <laughs> a parasite. That's uh, quite rife in Penis. more third world countries. We're talking like poor Asia and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it, actually, it's one of those mind-altering parasites. We all know about the ones that make the fish swim close to the shore where they can be caught. And, yeah, um, to carry ones on. Ones that attack the... ants and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, they reckon that it's <laughs> a similar parasite to makes mice enjoy danger because, like, it gets all. It gets all. You get um. There's a. Inside you, there's a, like a reward and a, a pain system to make you avoid pain and do the things that make you good. It rewards you with endorphins. Okay. But it like flips <clears throat> that. So when they, they encounter pain and danger, they get their endorphin rush. Right, yeah. So they, they stop actively avoiding it. Mm-hmm. But they reckon it's a similar, similar species of worm to that and it actually um, affects the male psyche to make them more dogmatic and more chauvinistic and less tolerant towards women. And they're trying to blame all that fucking shit on a worm. But that's a published in New Scientist, that was. The forming of Muslim religion, you mean? Or just no, the, not just um, the forming of religion, but the, the complete dogmatic oh, the, uh, the stance on it. Yeah. yeah, The way that they don't waver from it and they're easily susceptible and easily brainwashed because half the brain's probably eaten by worms. Well, obviously I've not read this, but I'm going to say that that's absolute horse wank. <laughs> <laughs> Or it might have participated to a, a certain number of people, you know, behaving that way, but it's not excusing it's not, it's, the whole... It's lack of money. Lack of anything, really. I think it really is. Education. Well, yeah, well, that's it. But the lack of education is from lack of money. That's the way it all goes. It, it didn't, it didn't um, boost its economy with the rest of the world, with the people that could afford the spare time, which is basically it. When you're in a hard country like that, you work all the time, don't you? Hmm. And so when we're in temperate country, we've got relaxation time and we have time to think and philosophise rather than beat our women. Indeed. Why can't all the world be like us, Dave? 
on the Dirty Kong podcast. Yes, tolerant. Tolerance tolerant is exactly and, what and we are. completely unmale chauvinistic. <laughs> although, you know, sharp-eared listeners might have pointed out earlier that I was referring that all women should have numbers. Um, yeah. That's not chauvinism, it's just having no, a good it's fight. Just, it's it's just, organized. Organized. Organization, exactly. Thank you. Um, the one thing I did forget, speaking about things we were talking about just earlier, um, when we were talking about uh, the 9-11 attacks... Did you read in the uh, again in the Sun the newspaper about um, a image that was created in, in 1988 that predicted the uh, no. attack on the Twin Towers? Did you know this, Dave? Ooh, was Did it done know? by Nostradamus Junior, Junior, Junior? No, it wasn't. Um, <laughs> image was hanging in an office uh, since 1988. Apparently, uh, the nightmare of the Twin Towers is captured in a haunting picture made by a Brit 13 years before the 9/11 attacks. Uh, the chalk drawing. Of passenger jets, skyscrapers, flames, and a s- oh, I was going to say sacred, but a scared child emerged yesterday ahead of tomorrow's solemn tenth anniversary of the terror attacks. Um, amateur artist Willie Gardens' work from 1988 hung in his office um, for you know that many years, thirteen years, um, and I'll put a picture of it on our uh, on our website. But the thing is, it's a chalk drawing, and it's yeah. drawn in. It's on a blackboard and it's drawn in different coloured chalks. The main centre of the picture is is a large picture of a girl's face. She has flowing sort of red-yellow hair and that's supposed to be the flames. Yeah. There are two towers to one side of the the girl and there is some a couple of airplanes drawn in as well. But what they don't mention in that short article is the fact that there's all kinds of things there's a weird sort of alien spaceships in it as well and things like that um so it's what well what do you think dave is it is it coincidental is there something supernatural happening there? oh i don't know if i believe in coincidence i would much <laughs> rather believe in psychic powers psychic chalk oh, i just dave. draw what the chalk says let's not make a mockery of this please shall we not i was oh, asking I a serious question making a mockery of itself <laughs> of course it's just sheer coincidence who I've drawn planes flying into buildings when I was about six. Exactly. I was of that kind of fucking mentality. Everybody draws something horrific and somewhere in the world, either before, after or during, without your knowledge of it happening, that is happening. It's a really cool coincidence, but is it all it fucking is? Yeah. And it's like you just said, Dave. I mean, I I can remember drawing pictures of like massive train crashes and things yeah. like that just for fun when I was like five. So that means that... 13 years later, when there is a train crash in some country, I mean, because it's not that guy was a British guy in Britain and it happened in America. So a train, a train crash could now happen in sort of, I don't know, fucking India. And I'd, I'd have predicted that. There's only one way I would accept seeing a picture of skyscraper, skyscrapers with planes in and you saying that was prophetic. And that would have been if you'd have said to me, um, in 1998... This Afghani man with connections to the axis of evil drew this <laughs> diagram. And yes. then I began, yeah, that probably was predicting the future. Indeed. But in a Macbeth kind of prediction. Yeah, I'll do this. And we <laughs> shall. Sleep no oh more. God. Afghanis doth murder sleep. <laughs> Innocent sleep. People sleep in, on the toilet at a job in high towers. Well done, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite prophetic. I notice how it's kind of funny with the absence of J- of the J train that we're, we we get a bit more, um, not political, but, you know, 
our discussions are a bit more informed. <coughs> yeah. <laughs> so um, there's quite a lot less rage as well. Indeed. I'm I, I'm not I'm not angry. I think it's well. I think it's because I'm going on holiday tomorrow, so I'm in, I'm in a good place at the minute. You know. And you yeah, had sex last night. I mean, so. and this morning. And this morning, I apologise. Yeah. I um, right, so you're in a, you're in a good place. Um. Yeah. I could be in a better place. Do you want to watch? Uh, hey. Do you want to watch a video of somebody that isn't in a very good place? Yes. Fantastic. This is of a Chinese woman um, being told that she can't make her flight in an airport. And just wait for that to come on. She reminds me of Mrs. Piggy. I love the subtitles as well. <laughs> it's subtitled, yeah. Don't be so agile. So fast you can't read it, man. Oh, fucking hell, look at the bitch. She's going ape shit on the floor, rolling around like a child. I was about to say, it's like a fucking three year old kid that you won't buy a Kinder Egg for. <laughs> wow. Don't be like this. <laughs> <laughs> Why is no one swearing at her? What Yo, are you bitch. doing, you dumb bins? Get the fuck up. She's on the floor, rolling around like a moron. <laughs> this goes on for three and a half minutes. Should we just stop it there? Oh. There is no humanity. The plane has not even left. Nobody told her that for, anyway. if she pays an extra 50 quid, they will let her take the next flight. <laughs> yeah. Nobody just bothered telling her that yet. No, because they're Chinese. Oh, no. probably, there's probably one flight that whole day. <laughs> Obviously, it'd be more than 50 yen. I don't know the exact exchange rates. Call me, <laughs> call me ignorant of other races. Jesus, wet. Oh. oh, what else have I got? I nearly took porn on a plane. Go. It's not really exciting. I just realised on the way to to the airport that I was carrying quite a lot of porn in my um, <laughs> uh, hand luggage bag. How how did you not know it was in there? Um, it was yeah. Mm, basically, I was just using for my hand luggage. I was just using my everyday rucksack that I used to carry stuff around, and and um, I took some porn to my dad's while he was on holiday, so I could have a wank. My girlfriend literally just dumped me. Yeah. And I thought, I'm literally, that day, rang me up. Oh, no, I don't really see you no more. No, oh, all right. It was nice. One bitch. Hmm. Should, so, we, should we give her a, a name and address out on the show? Yeah, so I, cause I took her best friend back to my dad's house, got stoned and watched some porn. Sweet. And I'll show her. to America. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so you went with not actual porn DVDs? No, copies. Copies. Yeah, I had but to. did it have what, what kind of things did it have written on the discs? Uh, well, one of them was a proper one, and it was it had Swedish on the front. And it was called Dobot Ud Blockning. Oh, well, oh, I like that. Can I remember that? And that was basically a really sick DVD, just full of loads of DP. Bit of double P, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, all right. one was called Oh My Goodness. Oh well, that could be anything. It was a, it was a printed label on it though. All oh, right. What was that about? 
of the printed label was just a woman bent over with a dick up. <laughs> <laughs> oh. As you expect from porn. Um, There's nothing too shocking as of yet, I don't think. Doubled unblocking with a woman there with a... Fingers holding herself open. I think that's quite shocking. Uh, UK <laughs> Student House as well, like volume two and four or something like oh, that. Oh, the best ones, yeah. <laughs> two and four. My favourite Student House volumes. <laughs> and the, these were proper fucking... So you got to the airport and realised you had these in your bag? And... No, no, I, I was just about to get on the way. I was like, fuck, I could just escape that. Because as soon as... I, I Basically, I said, I've got to go back. I forgot something. I forgot something. Yeah. And um, I got rid of them. And then I got to the airport. And obviously, when I got there, they checked every single compartment of my bag. And I was like, I'm glad I decided to go back because otherwise I'd have had a soggy moment. Indeed. What, what's this? This. Oh my goodness. <laughs> what's this, people? The other one's funnier are, are you this traveler's parent? Have a look at this. Where you going? Oh, did you go away with your parents? I went with my mum, yeah. Ah, okay. That would have been brilliant. It would have been sweet. I bet your mum enjoys the porn. Oh, uh, she doesn't watch the one she's in. <laughs> Ew. Ewie. You can't outsick me on my mum. I'm not bothered. I go to my sacred place. Um, I've got another short um holiday from Penis. hell story here. This mm-hmm. involves dogs. But I don't quite understand it. <clears throat> Uh, basically, it's like a blog, so it's it's somebody's blog name. Uh, Phoby81 had a dog day afternoon in Spain. <laughs> Lols. Um, my holiday nightmare, uh, and I've had a few, which implies to me that it's probably him that's the problem. He's the common factor. But anyway, was in Foangola about 20 years ago, before it was built up and all touristy. I went out to a restaurant one evening, um that had a veranda with tables looking out onto the uh, orange groves. Very nice. Sweet. I like orange groves. Um, Very pretty, and I was with my boyfriend. Oh, it's a girl. Okay, fair enough. Um, I hadn't ventured abroad before, and um, I was sad to see a very skinny dog who was begging at one of the tables. (laughs) Spare the change. Exactly. You can talk. as is skinny? Yeah, we can't call these people dogs. They're they're homeless. (laughs) Come on. Uh, Anyway, uh, being a dog lover... Fucking women, I tell you. Um, when the dog came over to me, I took some of the food off of my plate and gave it to him. Big mistake! Uh, exclamation mark. Uh, the dog ran off into the... F- uh, sorry, the dog ran off with the food. But a few minutes later, it came back with a pack of dogs and made a beeline for my table. The dogs were circling us, and it was really scary. Again, I imagine this is some sort of dramatic movie, you know. Yeah. And and I bet they're just a bunch of scroungy little fucking mangy dogs. Yeah. I mean, come on. Uh, well, who knows? There might actually be you know, pit bulls. They have pit bulls in Spain. Spanish bull terriers. There you go. <laughs> um, a couple of the waiters had to come outside with a jug of water to scare them off, but they kept coming back. Now, it's a jug of water. Watch out! <laughs> I've got a jug. <laughs> Jesus Christ! You could do a bowl out of this. You scagheads. Um, <laughs> it's dogs. So why am I saying that? Um, when we eventually left, we had to walk back to the to our apartment. Um, And as we went back outside, I couldn't believe it, but the dogs were still there and started to follow me. It is like a gang, a gang of of youths. Um, We ignored it, but my heart was racing as we kept thinking the whole pack would turn up again and attack us. I have never had, I've never fed any more animals at table since. Yeah, good. 
You shouldn't have. You stupid... Feed stray mangy dogs. Stupid cow. That's why I hate women, Dave. <clears throat> and, they call it, and they call it male chauvinism. Yeah. I tell because you. Because they're fucking bleeding heart liberals that are soft on any mangy mutt. Fuck it. Someone else should be paying to feed that. I, it's my hard-earned money going on my nice tapas and Indeed. paella. Get the fuck out of it, you mutt. Kick it in the cunt. <laughs> Kick that dog in the cunt, sir. I think that's a sad I am an animal lover, by the way. Yeah, but not in the way across, that most people think. It? Yeah. Well, I am too, but there's a limit to what... you know. It's like, yeah. I love dogs, but I hate those people that have dogs and treat them like little people. people. They're not you know. fucking people. You need to be kicked every now and then. Not not to break them, but like kids, which we're not allowed to do, they need to be smacked every now and then. need to be punched in the face, square some kids, on. Some kids do by now, because they've not been smacked at all. It's like that baby that was smoking a cigar earlier. I just wanted to yeah, nick man, his cigar and slap him around the face. Seven-year-olds coming up to you, giving it the big un, And you're like, fucking hell, if I could just break your neck, that'd show you, wouldn't it? <laughs> You're, you're, see, the anger's coming out now. <laughs> yeah, the rage is coming out. We're channeling J Train. Have I ever talked about the ones that used to call my dad a paedophile? I can't remember if you oh, have. It's been oh, a while. Almost on the podcast. Do we never not talk about paedophiles? Again, my flag's just come up. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Oh, no, it's not a real paedophile. It's my dad. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah, it's not a paedophile. Not a paedophile. Of course he isn't. It was never proved. Exactly. Carry no, on, but he's just walked past and he's like, oh, you're a pedo, you're a pedo, you are. And they just swear at him stuff. And then uh, one day my dad just told him to shut the fuck up, the little cunts. Indeed. And um, one of the kids said, oh, I'm going to get my dad. And my dad was like, fetch your dad. Fetch your fucking dad now. Go fetch him. <laughs> and he went and fetch, went, well, say he went and fetched his dad. He go, he, literally, he was right near his house. He went to the door and his dad's come to the door and his dad came to the door. And my dad was just like, I wouldn't fucking bother me. If you come over here, I'm going to break your shit. <laughs> yeah, your kid needs a fucking hiding. And uh, the dad just brought the kid inside and shut the door. And I dare say that the dad didn't know exactly at first why he was being called out. But then he realised that his kid's being fucking mouthy, uh, a fucking psycho. Mm. And probably decided to tell his kid off and hopefully beat the shit out of him. Yeah, behind closed doors. My dad being the same person that chased out after a gang of kids who knocked his bin over, who'd been doing it for a week, and went out after them with a hammer. Hammer. And my dad was like, look, I'm fat and old, I can't get you. Come here so I can hurt you. <laughs> Come here so I can hit you with, with this hammer. hammer. Yeah. God, I'd, I'd, I'd wish that at least one of them would, ha- would have done that out of, out of like childish, you know. Well, uh, I, I, would, I wouldn't like him to because I'd like my dad to not have been in prison. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because there's no doubt about it. When he's in that mentality, he would have hit it with a hammer. Oh, I don't doubt it, yeah. I mean, your dad has... Do you want to tell the story about why your dad has one eye? <laughs> Do we want to tell that story? I think we should I talk about your father story. more. Your well, father's a, a legend. My dad, it's, he's only got one eye because he was shot in the eye with an air rifle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, By the, his best friend, wasn't it? Yeah, and the pellet's still in his head and will probably one day kill him. That plays on him a bit, I dare say. Oh, dear. But yeah, they used to go out and um, shoot each other for a laugh. <laughs> basically, basically, they put on quite a thick jumper, wear a pair of jeans, and they... they <laughs> Duel and stuff like that. But yeah. they, they were supposed to only go for like legs and chest. Right. Not, not in the hands. The arms were okay, I guess. And not in the face or genitals. Makes sense. But obviously, something went wrong. It was a real bad aim. 
and he caught my dad in the eye. Got a um, better hurt. Took him to hospital. Hello. And the, Hello. Hello. No, we're good. Sorry. And the, the hospital left him for a second on a on a bed in like the emergency thing because he couldn't start lying down with blood spurting out his eye. And so his mate threatened to deck the doctor if they don't get him in next. He's like, <laughs> my mate's been fucking shot in the face. By me. You're not saying, yeah. <laughs> you're not saying, I shot him and I like him. I don't like you, so I suggest you see to him. I shot the sheriff, but I did not shoot the deputy. <laughs> my dad also once shot someone's bollock off with an air rifle. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> you can't shoot a bollock off with an air rifle. No, not really off. Oh, okay. But the, the funny thing was uh, the, the guy threatened to shoot my dad's best mate. My dad's still a bit of eyes at this point. He might have thought different before that. And um, he was going to come round and he'd literally, my dad waited for him in a tree. <laughs> and so as the guy... Like a Charlie. Yeah. As the guy was coming down the street to get him, he popped him in the bollock. <laughs> Ping. That's brilliant. God, I bet that hurt. I bet it did. Jesus H. Um, yeah, so I think we will we should have some more stories from your dad at another, another point, I think. Uh, I'll, I enjoy your some. your father's stories. We should have him on the show. I'd love to have your dad on this show. <laughs> oh dear, It'd be fantastic. <laughs> um, but now I'm going to take you to another story, and this will be, I think, the last story of of this show. Um, it's a ghost story. Um, so I want you to take your critical thinking head off, Dave, okay, and put yeah. your complete gullible bollock shit. Right. Head okay, on. okay. 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 Um, but this is about a holiday in Scotland. John's good at sex. John's good at sex. There you so go. I'm trying to fall for false things. Yeah. Four for false things. Four for falses. Anyway. It's a holiday. It's about some people that holiday in Scotland. Some would say their first mistake. <laughs> when I say some, I mean me. Um, I don't mean that. Scotland, Scottish. The Scottish people are wonderful. I, I, I'd actually love to go to Scotland, Dave. Would you? I've got my bullshit held on as well. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's get on. In the uh, summer of 1979, my uncle Tony and his three friends decided to go on a week's uh, holiday in Scotland. <coughs> Uh, Where? Uh, it carries on. As their budget was limited, they decided to rent a caravan and stay in a campsite. Fantastic. Um, they do that in Derby. Yeah, they do that everywhere. Well, we've got nice peak districts in Derby. It's, it's a very nice place to stay. Uh, this was quite uh, isolated with not much on site except basic amenities. Anyway, one night they decided to go venture out of the site and go to the local village pub. Which is not much venturing. I think we should have some yeah. spooky music on. I'll, I'll put it on in a second. Um, so picking up their torches, and I imagine that was like Frankenstein's style torches, yeah. um, they all set out to start their uh, short journey on a dark country road. All except one. Their friend, Sam. What bloke is called Sam? Is that a boy's name or a girl's name predominantly, do you think, Dave? I see it as a girl's name. Samuel. Yeah, Samuel. You don't, you don't shorten it to Sam if you're a boy. Bloke, that's what it's I mean. Samuel. Or Sammy. Or, and if you if any Scottish people are listening to it, because it's Scottish as well, they shorten Alexander to Sandy. Scot- Scottish people do. Mm. Sandy. Stupid jocks. Bastards. I love you. Um, yeah, we love them. Who was uh, exhausted and decided to stay behind and get some uh, shut eye? That means sleep. Um, when the group of friends arrived at the pub, they realised that they had not brought enough money with them. See, they're, they're holidaying in Scot- Scotland, and now they're starting to behave like Scottish people. <laughs> so, uh, 
Another one of my uncle's friends, Alfie, which is a proper bloke's name, went back to the caravan to get his wallet. Okay. As Alfie opened the caravan door, he was taken aback by gas fumes. In a panic, he managed to turn off the gas with which he had, which, which he had turned on at the stove. Nah. Bad use of phrasing there. He, uh, he then managed to wake Sam, who was uh, lying in the bed, oblivious to what was going on around him, and fortunately not affected too much by the gas, but he was affected to some extent. Yeah. Um, Alfie had arrived just in time. Now you're thinking, what's this ghost bit, okay? It's coming. Uh, later that night, the friends discussed what had happened. It was a complete mystery as to who turned on the gas, and most importantly, Dave, why? <laughs> I'm trying to just be dramatic. Um, cook up some heroin. And here we go. Uh, one of them suddenly remembered something that had given him a chill. Um, no, I've read that wrong. One of them suddenly remembered something that had then given a chill account of what had happened the previous night. Sorry, I'm just reading this as it's written. Um, he was awoken in the middle of the night to find someone trying to shut one of the windows situated on the roof of the caravan. He naturally assumed that it was one of his friends, so he just went back to sleep. He now recalled that this person was standing on a stool, which was strange, because the group of friends that were in the caravan were all tall enough to reach the window, right, without the aid of a stool. Whoever this person was, it was not one of his friends, but someone who was short. Dave. <laughs> you fucker. <laughs> they could not understand who, who this was and why they were trying to shut the window. It was Willow. It was yeah. a bit windy in him. <laughs> so Willow went to shut the thing. <laughs> Lovely. There's a joke in there somewhere. I think there is somewhere, yeah, definitely. <laughs> you Too windy for Willow. You, you figure it out, listeners. <laughs> uh, they were left with a terrifying conclusion conclusion that this was the same figure who had turned on the gas. It was uh, If all the windows were closed in such a confined space and all the gas turned on, the consequences would be fatal. The following night, they all went back to the pub and told their strange tale to the landlord. Uh, and whenever you tell anything to a landlord, they've got another story yeah, to back it up and yeah. whatnot. It keeps him drinking, doesn't yeah, it? I was you know. Say, keep you waiting for it. I'll tell you the story if you buy another pint. Um, apparently, according to the landlord, the previous year another group of holidaymakers had been uh, walking from the campsite to the pub. They had been told of how they had met up with a young man in his early twenties. They started a conversation with him and continued on around, only to find that he had disappeared. They looked around, but he was nowhere to be seen. Since that night, locals have told the story of a ghostly man in the area. And here it comes here comes the whole conclusion that brings all the story round. Out of curiosity, my uncle asked the landlord if the holiday makers remembered anything about this man and what he looked like. The landlord said that the only thing that they could say about the man for definite was that he was quite short. Wow. Would he need a chair, you say, to shut a skylight on a caravan? So was it a ghost stool? <laughs> And, yeah, and, they never uh, mentioned that, did they? And why was this ghost a killer? A killing ghost? And why them? Why and... anyone? <laughs> Basically, what happened there was the guy wanted to try and commit suicide, the one that didn't go to the pub the first night, tried to gas himself. <laughs> yeah. I just want to be alone. And the other guy just had a bit of a weird dream. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Fucking explained. Indeed. Get out of it. Just don't go to Scotland is my complete advice on that matter. Fuck me. Um, a ghost, you see, because I have experience with ghosts, when they, they don't gas you... Do you tell, you, Dave. They don't gas you. They put the gas on for a while, but not enough to kill you, but enough to fill the fucking caravan. And then they flick the ignition, because ghosts don't burn. <laughs> and you do. That so is the rule. If you're in a caravan and killed by a ghost, you will have burnt, not fucking asphyxiated. 
And that's, that's true, because Derek Akora says so. Cocksucking ghost! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that in there. Let yeah. me feel your tits. Let me feel your tits. Let me feel your tits. Well, um, that's cool. I think we're we're getting towards the end of the show, Dave, actually. It's going to be a bit of a short one tonight, but like I say, it was a bit of a last-minute job. Um, I have got a fecal matter. I have as well. Oh. But you can go with yours, because mine's a short one okay. that I'm not sure I should really say. Mine's quite I'm short. Going to. Well, you know. It's good enough for me, baby. Fecal fucking matters. Lovely. We're in, uh, we're in the fecal matters room, Dave. Yeah, it's time for some shit. It smells a bit some... there, doesn't it? <clears throat> mm. Anyway. Sweet corn. Yes. Yeah. Hello? Hello. We're, we're recording. Okay, and Everything's cool. fine. So, yeah. Um, it's, a, uh, it's a short one. Um, and, you know. <laughs> Thanks, man. Hey. Um, and I cannot pronounce this name. But I'm going to give it a go. Okay. Beth Ross... Nathi Gummy Kakakakin. So I'm going to call him Beth. Uh, 49 is on trial for allegedly throwing the uh, feces on pastries at a Fiesta uh, grocery store. Police said that during an investigation they found a pile of human feces by his bed. Uh, investigators believe that blah, 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 would dry the feces either by microwaving it, which is incredible. Or just letting it sit out, which is, again, <laughs> incredible. Uh, then he would grate it up with a cheese grater and then sprinkle it on the groceries at the store, which is brilliant. Uh, we are unable to identify him. There is just a young boy, maybe three years old, on the surveillance tape you can see, which I'll put on the website, um, eating one of the cookies that has just had the stuff sprinkled on it. Oh, man. Um... Attorneys in the cafe were unclear. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Oh, attorneys in the case were unclear about a motive in this case. Prosecutors will show surveillance videotape of the uh, defendant, which shows him sprinkling the substance all over the foods and then people consuming it. Uh, the FBI arrested blah, 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 blah but uh, turned the case over to the local prosecutors after it was not a national security issue. And I'm going to put that video on the uh, website. I dare say Motive was just like complete crackpot. Yeah, an absolute psychosis. psychopath. It would not surprise me. God. What do you think about that? Damn I mean, it. What, I, well, I love the ingenuity of, of drying it out either via microwave or just letting it sit out sit in your house. On the windowsill. And then I just imagine a properly long Bacon. sausage turd and then him grating it through a cheese grater. But like I say, we put it on the windowsill, it gives a whole new definition to it. I'm baking a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Some man. dried feces. You said you had an addition to this. Oh, week's I did. Yeah, mass. I just rem- reminded myself of it. I really shouldn't say it because this is this is going to be slander, and I could be prosecuted probably. Probably. I think but, that's um, gone past that. When point. I said that McDonald's would have opened within six hours or kept the drive-thru open, yeah. When um, somebody was decapitated in there, the reason I said that was because this is a few years now. It's a couple of store managers back. And um, is this at you, your this work? Is at my McDonald's. Ah. I'm not going to disclose too much where it is. But um, yeah, there was a problem with the sewage, and they got a big backwash come up, and there was literally in the kitchen at the back of the kitchen, the floor was flooded in shit. Nice toilet, toilet refuse, and they didn't close the kitchen. Oh what? I didn't work. I said, well, I'm not working anymore. I went home. I said, I'm, 
A, I'm not working in that shit because I'm liable to be ill and I, I refuse to to cook food in that and serve it to people. And it was like, you can't just go, you get a warning. And I says, give me a warning and I'll be ringing HR. Yeah, exactly. And I'll be explaining the situation. Yeah, before you, could, I'd, you No, before I'd <clears throat> gone, there was like an area visible, like this one side of the counter where you can see to the back of the kitchen, you can see the lift, and that's where most of the shit was. It was all going into the lift, the goods lift now. Right. And then they just moved a cabinet over so people couldn't see down there as people were mopping it up. Oh, people were mopping it up. People were obviously mopping it up. They didn't just leave the shit there. But you know <laughs> what I mean? They didn't close the kitchen for an hour and stuff. They Imagine just the infection the that could have Anything spread, potentially. Basically, yes and no. From a, a proper point of view, as long as whoever's dealing with the shit goes nowhere near the food and cooking, and the shit wasn't actually in the food or where the cooking was. It was a few metres away. Probably you suggested toilet toothbrush. Yeah. Scenario, scenario kind of thing yeah. but still fuck that shit I was like no nah, I ain't working <laughs> I wasn't actually that morally outraged it was the smell it was bad I yeah. was like I'm not fucking happy you don't that. care about the customers you just wanted uh, no, to leave not so much it's you just wanted to leave to leave wasn't it <laughs> and you did so fair enough I did leave yeah beautiful Dave well but I that's think, a I think that's fecal matters I think that's it for this week's fecal matters and it's that's I think it's a first yeah and it's um, an actual experience it's lovely thank you for sharing um, caring is sharing as always people you can email us on uh, dirtykong at live.co.uk you can check out the website www.dirtykong.co.uk and you can also Skype in every week from well apart from today but usually 7pm till 9pm Sunday nights that's on Skype uh, John O'Dirtykong all one word John O'Dirtykong just friend us and we'll friend you back and we'll all be mates and we'll you call can... you a cunt exactly. live on air uh, anything else Steve you can call us a cunt live on air go for it yeah We've not plugged it for a while, but we've got a forum going, guys. Oh, yeah, we do have a forum. That's true. Read your views on that. Slag other people off. Slag us off. Talk about anything you want. Anything Indeed. you find funny. And that is um, dirtykong.forumotion.com. Yeah. I mean, there's a link to it from the website, but, you know, if yeah. you just want to go straight there, it's 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 handy. Uh, what else? Oh, I want to plug something. There's a Derby of the Dead, okay, which is a, a zombie walk being held, and it's being filmed. Um, and this is for anybody in Derby that lives in Derby, you can search for it on Facebook, uh, Derby Zombie Walk, and it's a charity walk on Saturday the 29th of October 2011, meeting at the Assembly oh, Rooms nice. big screen, everybody knows where that is, yep. at 12.30. Um, and the charity donations go to something or other, a children's charity of some sort, I can't, can't you go find it now. dressed as a zombie then? You go dressed as a zombie and you do a zombie walk, and I think it's being filmed as well. You're going to look fucking awesome then, aren't you? When you go do it. Because you are definitely going to do it, aren't you? Oh, it's for Save the Children. So it's a worthy cause. So pop down there on the 29th. Save and, the uh, children in prams on corners. <laughs> yeah, yeah, indeed. Save those little poor bastards. Um, yeah, I, I've enjoyed the show. We haven't discussed... We got a voicemail from Mr. Pink from the Doghouse Bastards. But right. I'm going to save that for when Jay's in uh, on our next show. Right. So we'll discuss that then. Uh, anything else? Um, comments about the Royal and Do It All show? New podcast they've come along. Great yeah. guys. Cunts. Um, gave <laughs> us a critique. I don't know how they dared give us a critique on their show, Dave. I'm, I'm, I'm so insulted by that. I can't even express that the awesomeness that is the Dirty Kong podcast. <laughs> they feel that they, as newbies, have the right. But anyway, yeah, check those guys well, out. Say, um, I'll tell you after the show. It's not, it's not worth bringing up on the show. Okay. Um, that's the Royal and Doodle show, and that they're on iTunes and Podbean. And yeah, check those cunts out. Um, so, 
Uh, this week's song is by Cap Down, and it's a, a live cover version of Trick Me, which I think was a Khalees song. And they're a sort of local Midlands band that were really big a few years ago. And oh. I want to carry on because they're awesome. So, yeah, that's it. Until um, next week, guys, that's goodbye from me, John Boy. Sayonara from me, Von Dogbiske. Oh, fantastic. Hopefully I won't crash this in a plane into a building. Hopefully he will. <laughs> hey, what? Hey. Goodbye. Shimmy time